Kind of a nice thing that I like to do every night here in the church is when I shut down the lights, kind of close the lights in the church and lock it up, I like to spend a moment in the darkness, like when the church is dark. And you know when you're in a dark place, at first everything seems pitch black, right? If you just shut the lights off in your room, everything's pitch black. But slowly but surely you begin to see more and more. And in fact, something beautiful always in the church here at night when it gets dark is you see these candles that are lit up here to my right, these votive candles where people light a candle to remember a prayer, a loved one that they are praying for. And so when it's quite dark and after my eyes have had a chance to adjust, I can see always, and it's a really beautiful sight, these candles flickering, and you begin to see more and more the face and the image of Jesus, of the Sacred Heart, right above the candles here. And it's a very beautiful thing to see when your eyes get adjusted to see those candles that represent the prayers of people in our community and as well lighting up this very beautiful image of Jesus, of the Sacred Heart. I'm always reminded or often reminded when I see this in the evening of the gospel that we heard today, this gospel of John's gospel, where Jesus is discussed as being the light of the world. And this is such an important theme in the gospel of John that we don't quite find elsewhere the way that Jesus has come into the world and Jesus is described as being light in darkness. In John's Gospel, this is such an important dichotomy that you see, this difference between light and darkness. Darkness, of course, represents the evil in the world or the troubles, the difficulties, the sadness, the sorrow, the sorrow that comes with death. This is the darkness. But John, in his Gospel, makes it so clear that Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus dispels the darkness. Jesus is life. Jesus is joy. Jesus is peace. Christ is the light of the world, and he casts away and scatters the darkness. As we heard in the gospel today, John the Baptist is this witness to the light. Now, in these weeks prior to Christmas, we've been hearing about this figure of John the Baptist, and John the Baptist has various roles. Certainly, John the Baptist is this one who prepares the way for Christ, helps us repent, prepare space in our hearts to accept Jesus into our life. In John the Baptist as well, in, in sorry, John's Gospel, John the Baptist has a slightly different role. John the Baptist in John's Gospel is described as being a witness. He is one who points out Jesus Christ. He is a witness to the light. He points out Jesus who is light of the world. In the Gospel of John, then, we see this beautiful image that Jesus Christ is coming into the world as light to scatter darkness. And of course, at the Advent season, this is something that we remember in a particular way, the way that Jesus Christ is light in our world to scatter darkness. And even, of course, the timing of Christmas emphasizes this for us. So I was just walking over to the church um, in celebration for Mass, and I thought to myself, it's so dark. This time of year, I can forget how dark it is. And of course, during the Advent season, especially now, we're into some of the shortest days in the year. So there's a lot of darkness here around us. And the Advent season is meant to remind us that Christ is coming who is the light. That of course, in a couple days, we're going to have the days become longer as we get more and more light into the world. So the church really chose this season of Advent for a reason, to remind us that Christ is the light of the world. 
And we, of course, have that symbol in front of us of the Advent wreath, where we light one candle each and every week to remind us that Jesus is the light of the world. Today, as I mentioned at the start of Mass, we light the pink candle, because today is Gaudete Sunday, which means rejoice. So today, in a special way, we remind ourselves of the joy that Jesus brings into the world. Jesus, the light of the world. As well, we have another beautiful image in front of me here that symbolizes this light Christ brings into the world. We have this evening, um, we're celebrating another Simbangabi Mass, which, as you know, is a series of nine Masses before Christmas. And many cultures and places in the world have these nine days of Novena to prepare ourselves in a special way for the coming of Christ. We'll start after Mass as well, a Spanish Novena, to prepare our hearts to receive Jesus. And we have, of course, here this beautiful star in front of us that's meant to remind us of the star that the wise men followed. We can picture ourselves in these days just as the wise men were journeying to Jesus, following the light of the star. So we too in these days follow Jesus, who is this star, this light, who comes into our world. Advent then is this great reminder for us that Christ is the light of the world. Christ brings us joy. Accepting this joy that Jesus gives to us is something of a choice. We need to train ourselves to see the light of Jesus in the world. And as I mentioned, in the evening when the church is dark, it takes a while for my eyes to get adjusted to see the light. And sometimes if there's just one or two candles that are lit in this votive rack of candles, it can be hard to see the light properly. But we know our eyes take time to adjust to see the light. Likewise, we need to train ourselves, adjust the eyes of our heart so that we can see the light of Jesus in the world, that we can experience the joy that Jesus comes to bring us. And this joy that Christ brings, of course, isn't this always elation or happiness. At times, of course, we feel happy. But joy is something deeper, something more long-lasting. Joy is this sense that God has won a victory for us, that God will always care for us, that at the end, light conquers over darkness. Life defeats death. This is the joy that Christ comes to bring us. And joy, accepting this joy, is something of a choice. We saw, of course, in the Gospel, John the Baptist proclaims that Jesus is the light. He points out that Christ is the light, but many people, as we read in John's Gospel, do not accept Jesus. They fail to recognize the light he brings into the world. Likewise, for us, we need to choose to see the light that Jesus brings to us. Choosing to see the joy is something we kind of need to train ourselves to do. Years ago, I heard kind of this description of what a cynic is. And I think we all kind of know like someone who is cynical. I know myself, I can become that way if I'm not careful. But I heard once this distinction between a cynic and someone who is capable of seeing joy. And this definition of cynic comes from one of the works of Oscar Wilde. And he puts into the, word, the mouth of one of his characters the following definition. So this character says that a cynic is someone who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. And when I first heard that, I was so struck by it. A cynic, someone who is kind of joyless, knows the price or the cost of everything, but the value of nothing. Cynics always count the cost. They know kind of what the burden is. 
but they don't know the value, the goodness of anything. On the other hand, someone who has joy, a joyful person, is someone who sees the good around us, sees the value in all things, can see the light even in the midst of darkness. And really, becoming a cynic is a choice. Likewise, becoming a joyful person is a choice. We need to train ourselves with the help of the Holy Spirit to see the many blessings that God puts in our life, the ways he has light to us. Of course, when we experience this light of Christ, we're called to be light to others around us, to bring joy to people in their world. We remember, of course, that at baptisms, and, and thank God we have a number of baptisms in our parish that we can celebrate, there's that moment when the godparents are given a small candle, you'll remember, and they light that candle from the Easter vigil candle, and they are told, receive the light of Christ, keep this light burning in the world. And this is a reminder for all of us that we are meant to bear the light of Christ into the world. Jesus is the light of the world, but we carry these small tapers, these candles, into the world by our words, by our actions, to bring joy and light to those around us. As we then get closer and closer to Christmas, really just a week away, we want to remind ourselves that Jesus is the light and prepare ourselves to receive Jesus, the light of the world. And one way we can do that is maybe by asking ourselves, how this Christmas can I bring joy to people around me? How in my family, in my friend group, maybe people I know who might be having trouble, how can I be a light for them? How can I practically bring joy to people who are close to me? Maybe a kind word, reaching out to them, doing some work of charity, bringing some sort of encouragement to someone who is down. We are all called to be this light of Christ to the world. So as the days begin to get longer, as we have this reminder that light conquers darkness, let us ask then for the gift of the Holy Spirit to recognize the ways that Jesus is light in our world. And remember that even a small glimmer of light brings great light and joy in the midst of darkness.